That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Buputo. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, change makers, and risk takers. We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business. Hi, Caviar Dreamers. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. We are here in the studio. I know. First time in the studio. So excited. And we're here with our girl, Taylor Strecker. Hey, girl. Hi. Hey, girl. girl. We're we're so excited. First time in the studio. Pops our cherry with Taylor Strecker. Don't you love the studio? I love it. I'm so excited. Obsessed with the studio. And so glad to be here with the veteran of the industry. Oh so God, we're not so it. nervous. Oh, I, tr- I feel like I've tricked everybody. Like I can, I know that people think of me as a veteran. Like, and like enough, like people have said it, but like it's, I have such deep imposter syndrome. There are no words. So I just feel like I've like tricked all of you guys into thinking I'm this like OG radio personality. But I guess I am as you well. Are. You are. What are you talking about? I went on your podcast and show when I was first on Housewives, which was six years ago. Wait, did you come to me when I was on Sirius or did you come when I was after Sirius? I think I came to you when you were on, was I, I think I came to you when you were on Sirius. I, I mean, listen, that track. Is like, that possible? I had like, Was that I mean, six years ago? Ooh, so I've been what doing was this. Doing six years you know what's so ago? funny? Like I see like now, like everybody in the New Year being like, we're on season blank of our like podcast. And I'm like, shit. I should do seasons. Like that's like such a vibe. So I was adding it up. So I've been in this industry for 17 seasons. That's wow. wow. Can you even 11 wow. seasons at Sirius XM Radio? And then I'm going on my sixth season of the Taylor Strecker show for Patreon. Wow. That's wow. Wild. That's, I have a funny feeling I might have gone on your serious show or maybe right when you started your podcast. Let me think. It might have been right after if memory serves I right. I think it was right after and we went up some stairs and it was like a corner studio. I remember that. Listen, it's hard to go from serious to like a more independent studio. Do you believe you've been doing this for so long? I mean, it doesn't feel that long. First of all, I'm approaching my 40th birthday, which is freaking me the fuck out, which I know it shouldn't because like- 40 is like the new 30. You know what it is? It's not that 40 scares me as an age. It's that where I am in my life, I don't think I live a grown-up life. (laughs) And so like I rent, you know, I don't have children yet. My sister-in-law, who I'm obsessed with, Thank you, Jesus, for getting in-laws that finally like me. (laughs) (laughs) You know all about it. Yes, yes, I know your in-laws. I actually know your in-laws. Oh, my God. 
I know uh, you've actually some the of the ones area. that you know say actually pretty not yes, horrible things yes, about me. Yes, yes, of course. Nancy Epstein says very lovely things Nancy's about Nancy's great. You. Actually, I always respect Nancy because she's a businesswoman. Yes. And yes. so it was an interesting being in that family because it was like 50% traditional, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Husband goes to work and mom stays at home. But then there was like a more modern edge to some of the people in the family. The family's fucking huge. And they are. So the Robin I, and Steven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I definitely represented like the new age of things. And it was interesting to say the least, but I gravitated towards the more modern businesswomen in the family like me. Of course, absolutely. But now you have in-laws that love you, but you've had a lot of change since last time I've had you. You got married. Oh shit! Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got yeah. married. Yeah, I see you guys all the time. So yeah, I'm we like- see each other socially, <laughs> which I, I mean, but the people who listen and now watch, yeah, you had an amazing wedding. You know, it was amazing. It was really small. It was 25 people. It was like, we made that decision for a couple of reasons. I had the big, I had, I mean, it wasn't huge. My first wedding, it was 180 people, but well, like, it's still big. It's, it's big. big, right? And then, I mean, we were in kind of the pandemic. And so we figured we could take advantage, not to like sound totally callous. Like obviously the pandemic was a big deal, very serious things, but so there were some silver linings to it. And one mm-hmm. of them was like, you could kind of get away from the tradition of like having to have everyone at your wedding and be like, well, COVID regulations. So we offered for <laughs> a 25 person wedding, which was amazing. It was also I would say it was like a financial decision too, if I'm being totally honest. Yes. It was spectacular. I liked it way more than my first wedding, but also I you know, divorce. So yes, I I guess, of I course. Like yes, I would hope wedding. that you would like it more than your first thing. It was also a weekend uh, away. Yep. It wasn't just like a one night event. It was like a whole. It was like a whole thing in my parents, and it was like amazing. Yeah, it was perfect. Yes, it was totally perfect. And now you know you're a Jersey girl. You live in Jersey, and now, and now I think you know you made an announcement. We saw it on Instagram. You're yep. going on to yep. the next phase of life. I know we are starting the baby making process, which is yes. so funny. Like, because as a same sex couple, like there's so many steps we have to take in order to have a child. Whereas like heteronormative couples, you have sex, or maybe you're like trying like privately but unless you have to take the step to IVF like you don't really talk about your journey so when we like we're so we're working with California cryobank which is great and I just want to state for the record even if we weren't in a partnership with them we'd still be using them like yes. they're incredible yes I actually met them through taste of Taylor through dear media so you know it's we're keeping it all in the business and all yes the keeping it all in the, the family fan. I didn't realize how big the announcement was going to be like it was it was that like, was a big deal yeah. I know. And like, Tay <laughs> and I look back, we're like, it looked like an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a fun infomercial. Okay, it God, was funny. It was. I thought it was adorable. <laughs> it was. But I was like, I hope people think this is ironic. Because like, if they know how, like, when she was like, ro- like, shooting the B-roll. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And when I saw the final product, we were like on deadline. So I was like, yeah, it gets the job done. Like, you know, we have like three other videos that we're going to be filming for them. So I was like, this is the first one. It's more like of an explanation. And then the next ones will be like more like artistic and creative. But like, there was such a huge response. And we were like, shit, we like blew our load because now like are people going to be excited for like the other like it almost felt like we were saying we were pregnant but like we're not we're no. just like looking for a sperm donor. you're looking for the well a very special sperm right a i mean very special it's sperm. like what what kind of qualities are you looking for because mm-hmm. listen when like i'm sleeping with my husband you know he had passed away which I, you know so which sorry, is so yes. sad you don't think far down the road i mean he right. was he was jan joseph's 20 years older than me bald jewish guy right. i mean i didn't know what my kid was gonna look like thank god he's six foot three you, you so you get to really pick uh, which is crazy right yes so we're 
vain, superficial bitches. Okay, that's so, I don't blame you. I mean, we, it, like, this is the thing, too, with California Cryobank is, like, you can see their baby pictures, you can see what they do for a living, but you, like, don't know where they live, you don't, like, know really know where they're from. You, I mean, like, you like you know, like, their level of education, but you don't necessarily know where they went, because it's, it's all to protect their identity. But, like, I know what he looks like, obviously. It's hard, because you want somebody with a good education, but you, it's, it's like dating. It's like yes. dating on Tinder yes. or Bumble. You've got pictures that's kind of it so they also do like if sometimes they like write poetry so you can like read their poetry Ooh, they, oh. write, they write poetry wow <laughs> they say they say it's harder to get into california cryobank as a sperm donor than it is to get into harvard so we're just going wow. off the basis that they're all really smart do they pay extra for their sperm is that like do they I get don't know because it's so hard to get in that's a really good question. I don't know. I'll have to let you know when we find our guy. I'm not sure if there's like different price points because like right now we're still looking. Different we're still price dating. points. Like, like if you're over six feet, do you get extra money? That yes. is a great question. <laughs> yes. out. But so we're like looking mm. at all of those things and jobs and stuff like that. But like you can also hear their voice. They interview them. So like that's really helpful too. But like, I'm not going to lie. The first thing we're doing is like looking at what they look like. And of height of course. is a part of it. You Listen, know? you have to look at this kid for the rest of its life. It I know. better be cute. I know. You right? know? Also, you want somebody who kind of looks like their part of your family, right? That's that looks exactly like the two Taylors, Taylor Square. And my brother and Tay's brother are like kind of identical. Like they look, they look like they could be cousins. So we're kind of looking for a guy that looks like our brothers, which is weirdly like incestuous and very Game of Thrones, but like whatever. But like, what if somebody doesn't come along that looks like one of our brothers? Like these are the questions that we have to start coming up mm. with. So. Yeah, I think when you just see the person, you see something in their eyes. Yeah. The same way, I guess, when you find someone, you, you know, you fall in love with or whatever it is, right. you just, you just know that you know who the person is. It's a gut feeling. Oh, like so. it's a gut that feeling. Perfect pair of shoes. Yes. You know, you just know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we have the sperm portion of it. And now we have like the fertility portion. So Tay and I got our, I don't know, HMH, UIA, WLW levels. I don't know what they're called. But Ooh, like, wow, we got all these tests. And basically, we found out that like Tay's hormone levels are actually lower than mine because she's younger than me. So we, they're actually like more concerned about her like freezing, like extracting eggs and then actually like getting the sperm and freezing embryos like a motherfucking sap. Really? So yeah. now she's been bumped up ahead of me, even though I'm like five years older than her. So we are on like a time crunch. Like So both time. of you are doing the egg retrieval. So she's going first. She's literally like doing it right now. She was peeing on a stick because I left to come here this morning. So she's so she was like... <laughs> She said to me, when I'm ovulating, at my peak ovulation, we have to have sex. Like, LOL. No yes, of course. That's a joke. Yes, yes, yes. But so she said in the next couple days, I think that it's going to kick in. And then she starts taking hormone patches. I don't know. I'm happy she's doing it first because, like, I'm very disorganized. So I would fuck it all up. And it's way too expensive to, like, not execute properly. So she's going now. And then I'm probably going to go. My birthday's in February. We're all going to a trip in Portugal. I don't know if I can yes. say what it's for, but yes. we're all going. We are, we'll all go. Meaning all of us are going to a trip in Portugal, mm -hmm. meaning Lexi, myself, Taylor. Yes. Some some other people you guys know. Yes. yes. Is Joe coming? Joe Benigno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he loves you guys so much. Yes. I love him. We are all going to Lisbon, which I'm very excited about for yep, a, a big event. Wait. It's going to be a vibe. With the, some of our closest friends. Closest friends. So I'm not going to start mine until like April because I want to have fun. Yeah. And like, yes. it's not fun to inject yourself with hormones and retrieve eggs. So, and we also thought of you doing also, it. You also, I don't think you could drink. 
You know, Are you allowed to drink when you're it's on this? It's kind of up for debate. Mm. Honestly, I should probably just not drink and just like take a break because my body could use a little respite from alcohol in my blood system. I mean, I think I was probably pickled when I got pregnant. So I can't imagine that it hurts your eggs so much. No, it probably doesn't hurt the eggs. Right. Well, I could drink this. Yes, you could drink the soiree. Soiree, you could have the whole time. You could drink a soiree uh, for sure. But yeah, that's. I think that's what it is. But this is super, super exciting. So okay, I always say this. I'm like a broken record with it, but it's the truth. I always say I love Taylor more than I love the idea of not having children. I am very scared. Like, think of me as like a stereotypical guy who's like kicking okay. and screaming going into like parenthood. So she desperately wants biological children. I would absolutely be fine adopting, but she really wants to try the biological route. Okay. So because of that, and here's the thing too, like I might want to be a parent to one. I like the idea of an only child. I was almost I, an only child. I'm an only child. I'm only fine child. with that. I'm fine I love with the vibe we, of an only yes, child. Only yes. children. They're fat. High Kate achievers. Yes. Moved into my town when I was growing up. She's an only child. She's fucking thriving. Wait, who's, yes. who moved into your Kate Bosworth. Oh, Kate Bosworth. Yes. yes. Pretty Gorgeous, fabulous, fabulous only, child. only child. Yes. I, I had an ex-boyfriend in college. He was an only child. Eh, maybe not the best <laughs> only child. But I adored him. He was great. But like, I'm not mad at it. And I do love my siblings in case they're listening because they're like, fuck you, bitch. Like, yes, you exactly, exactly. Only children, not a bad, not a bad move. But I was an only for seven years before my sister came along. So I almost kind of feel like because people are like, you give me only vibes. And I'm like, thank you. That's a compliment. And like, yes, because I kind of was for a while. So I had parents who almost were going to stop at one. So I am not I'm down for one, but I don't know how I'm going to do beyond that. So I want Tay to go first because I'm okay not having a biological child, but I think that that's something that she really like needs to fulfill. Again, God give it if it's possible. You never know with this stuff. So she's going to carry, but then we're going to, so I'm doing my retrieval as like an insurance policy completely, Yes, which kind of sucks because it's really expensive and I love Chanel bags. So like yes, I'd much yes, rather- yes. A Chanel bag. I'd much rather a <laughs> Chanel bag than retrieving the eggs. <laughs> and there's no guarantee it's going to work. It's so expensive uh, for such a question mark. So we're doing it. We're just, putting them on. You'll, you'll put them on ice. Yeah, we'll put yeah. them on ice. But like, but so Tay will carry if down the road we decide if it's a second, she wants to be mine. And so that's why we're both retrieving eggs. So what they say to do is you can freeze your eggs. And if you're listening and you're young, fucking freeze your eggs. Yes, yes. I think there's everybody should freeze their eggs. It's like, it's like life insurance. You have to have it. Literally. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with, you know, having insurance. Yes. It, it's just, it's a policy. It's just like, God forbid something happens. It's very easy to freeze your eggs, especially when you're young. Exactly. And now there's more and more mm-hmm. companies that are actually like footing the bill for it or or having their insurance covered or something. My my sister-in-law, my younger sister-in-law, she's actually going to be doing it because her company is changing policy. So they're going to cover her egg, like her freezing. Amazing. That's amazing. Fantastic. So like definitely look into like, especially if you work for a big company, if they do that, because that, I mean, that's the vibe a hundred percent. I think this is, also for single women, people always think like you have to have a partner. You don't. You no. don't have to have a partner. If if it's important for you to have a child, just freeze those eggs. Exactly. It's, you know, and, and even like going, I, so when they went into Tay's uterus, like with, it was like, it was like, what's it called? When you have a baby. What, a sonogram, the, vaginal sonogram? Sonogram, exactly. I've never had that before. What? Yeah. You've been to the gynecologist. Yeah, but they've never gone they in They never went in, in a vaginal. Oh, because you're young. They never did a vaginal sonogram. I thought they were going to like go in with like, the, like I thought they were going to put the goo on my stomach, like pregnant women and like no, go No, they over. go in. Oh, well, yeah, no. Do they yeah. ever? My God. <laughs> I know. So Tay went first and they were like, perfect. This is like so indicative of our relationship. They were like perfect A plus uterus, gorgeous, golden. It was like shiny. 
shining. It looked like heaven. It was like, like, it was like perfect, like perfect, like the Virgin like, Mary's universe. It was, it literally, it was, like, it was like the lighting behind you guys right now. It was like spectacular. Like the, yes. was like, and then I went and it looked like Stranger Things. It was like the upside down. There was like, like particles floating around in it. And I was like, oh my God. And the doctor said to me, good thing you don't want to carry because like you're not the best candidate. And even though you don't have this like burning desire to have kids, I will tell you that when you're being told by somebody else that you can't necessarily, even if you didn't want to in the first place, all of a sudden you kind of wish, like you all of a sudden do. You know what I'm saying? Yes, of course. Yeah. Like like when it's my decision that I don't want to carry a child, fine. But like when it's medically being told to me I can't, like I, like I was sad a little bit. I got over it pretty fast because like I have like no soul. But yeah, you're like, <laughs> yes. I was a little like, it hurt my feelings. It hurt, yeah, of course. Yeah. You're just like, what's wrong with this uterus? Right. Fuck, fuck you. Yeah. Right. So that's when I was like, I want to just spread like the good gospel of like everybody like just fucking freeze your eggs because you never know. It's true. Listen, I'm yeah. sure a kid could come out of that uterus. Yeah. They were just trying to say is just like, you know, her uterus is more ripe for one. Exactly. But I mean, that's the thing too, is they were saying that when you go in, a lot of times gay couples, the one who wants to carry, like has like a uterus like mine. And then the one who like doesn't even really want kids, like ends up having to carry. So Uh, that is not the vibe. So I know if one of us is going to have the upside down, I'm happy that it's me. Yeah, you're happy. It's you. All right. Well, listen, this is very big, exciting news. And I I can't wait to see. I'm scared. But we're going to probably start trying to implant the embryos. So it's like egg retrieval, sperm goes in once we find the donor. Then they freeze the suckers. And then we have all the time in the world to be like, now when do we want to get pregnant? So I like that. Ah, that is, that is oh, good. Oh, I didn't realize that. It's not automatic. Yeah. So it's more expensive, but it gives you like more of a sense of control. So I'm actually, that I'm happy about. So I think we'll probably start implanting inside Tay in inside, like the, the implant. Fall. Okay, that's good. <gasps> I know. Because then what is that? Like September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Yeah, you have the kid before the summer. Exactly. Oh, really? We're going to ruin summer? Shit. Uh, ruin I, no, no, no. You don't want to be. No, you don't. No, you don't want to be big and fat during, her to be big and fat during summer. She'll be uncomfortable. Oh my God. Sweating. She'll carry. She'll carry like one of those models, you know? Yeah. No, of like course. A she'll look beautiful. so annoying. No, it's nice. You have the baby in the sun. They could go out. You don't want, you won't be stuck in the house. That's it's good better. point. Wait. I, you see, I had Nino in October and that was a good time for me, especially because I gained 70 pounds. So I was 206 when I gave birth. No I was shit. tremendous. You were so teensy weensy. Ooh, I was a big, big girl. I really, <laughs> I took liberties when I was pregnant. You did, but you look good. I did. And, you know, even before Cardi B for my baby shower, I danced all night in a onesie, a mesh onesie covered in rhinestones. <laughs> with, drag with drag queens as well. At I 206 pants. pounds. So... October was a nice time because I wasn't, I didn't have to sweat so bad through the summer. Exactly. And a full birthday is very nice. I know. That's what we got to think about too. But this is the crazy thing is like, we really, it's like, you get to really pick and choose what you want. It's like designing like your own Goyard bag. It is. It is. It is designing like your own Goyard bag. So it's not, it's not a bad gig. You know, I have some, I do have some questions because I was thinking about with Lexi Um, on our way in today because- my cuticles were dry and Lexi has this bomb. Tell her about this well, bomb. I thought it was a hand lotion because I went to the hair salon and Monica at the hair salon was using this 
hand cream. And it was a three-step process. So I was so excited to try it. So she's like, try it. Puts it all over my hands. I fall in love. It's called Rosebud. It smells amazing. Oil, balm, cream, lotion, the whole thing. So I order it immediately on Amazon. It comes. I'm using it. I'm telling everybody. I'm DMing it to people. I'm sending it to people. I'm telling everyone buy this. One day I go in my purse and I see there's a wipe that comes with it. A feminine hygiene wipe. Huh? Mm-hmm. So... It's a little strange. Why would a hand lotion come with it? Let me go on their website because I've only bought it from Amazon. It's a vagina balm. No. It's like a a vulva oil. No. It's an intimacy product for vagina self-care. And I've been recommending it to my grandma, to other people's (laughs) grandma, to people in the street, to people in business meetings. Yes. Yes. It's true. She has. She's like, use this. Blindly. Well, I did just use it on my hands on the way in for my cuticles because it still does work. Amazing. It is amazing. So I, you know, I was thinking, you know, Living with two women, because yes. if Lexi and I live together, I think we would do more self-care. Yeah. And you yes. and Taylor together. Yes. Do you guys do a lot of self-care? You know. Or do you feel like you do more than you would? It's interesting. Tay's like always like doing a mask or like a steam or something like that. I, I, my mom is like, have you guys ever met my mom? I have not. No. Babette is a vibe. She's I, amazing. Babette, just oh, the name just alone. The name. I must be with her. Babette Strecker. Babette Strecker. She, and her maiden name is Bono. Babette Bono. <gasps> Babette oh, Bino, oh. BB. Does she go by BB? No, but she, well, actually, she has, she's now a first-time grandma. So our it, that's her name for being a grandma. It's BB. Oh, she must I have really it. loved your father to give up that name. Because no, that would have like kidding. I would have kept yes. that right. So she is a Florida girl. So she grew up in Fort Lauderdale and then came up north for school. Met my dad and the rest is history. But she wait, what was I saying? Oh, she is like so naturally beautiful that like. She didn't even, like, wear makeup growing up. Do you know what I mean? Like, she just, like, is so pretty. So, like, I I feel like it's a very learned thing. Yes. Like, pampering and, like, makeup and, like, all this type of stuff. And, like, my parents, like, worked out and stuff. But, like, it was, like, such, like, a small piece of the pie. So, I feel like... T- but Tay... Philly is, like, not South, but, like, it is, kind of. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Well... Mm-hmm. Like, Philly girls, like, wear makeup to the gym. I know I'm stereotyping, but, like, I'm a Massachusetts girl. Like, there is no such thing as makeup. So, she does a lot more self-care stuff, but, like, I don't really because I just feel like my upbringing was, like, it, I just didn't get used but to I it. But I find you very girly. Thank yes. you. Thank you. But I guess we do do self-care stuff, like, with... Like, even with Christmas, right? So, this yes. Christmas, we decided to just do Christmas Day, the two of us. And people kind of... I think people think it's kind of selfish. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, well, it's time for family to get together. But like, we love to just be alone with the two of us. And we know oh, that those I love that. days are numbered. We're going to have a child soon. So we do stuff like that in terms of self-care. Like for sure. We like, it's not so much pampering as it is like, we're like best friends, but then also we're in love. So I feel like we're very good at like giving ourselves like alone time and setting boundaries and stuff like that. Oh, you know what? That's great. I think that's very, I think that's important. I think that you is and Joe important. could learn from that. Yes, Joe and you I could learn. Very busy, and you don't get a lot of alone time together. Well, just the last few weeks because we've been sick. We've had a lot of but alone that, time. But yeah, to be forced that to be sick. That was forced to be. We were sick, and we had. A, it was great. We sat on the sofa for hours on end, but that was very nice and relaxing. I felt like it was good for us, though. It we was. have been very, very lovey dovey. We were not. Yes. 
We don't. I don't think we fight a lot. No, you guys. I've never. We don't caught a we weird don't, vibe between you two. Ever. We're not like a bickering or fighting couple. But I felt like it made us very lovey dovey because we were both on like sickly downward spirals. <laughs> so he was sicker than me in the beginning. So I was very nurse matey to him. Right. Then I felt worse. So he was very nurse matey to me. I think secretly he was licking a toothbrush every time she turned around because he was sicker and he was like, "This is great. I got Marge all to myself on the sofa. Let <laughs> totally. me keep this going." <clears throat> I love when we're sick because then I like we have a real legitimate excuse to like not see anybody or do anything. And yeah. we're social. We like to socialize, but like we also, I would say we equally like to be alone, just the two of us. No, I agree because I do feel like you guys have a very big life. Yes, yes, we do. And, yeah. and you're invited a lot of places. Yes. And it is hard. It is. And it's like, do you guys suffer from FOMO? Because I don't, I, I don't, do and no. I don't. I don't at all. I have JOMO. The joy Jomo, of missing the joy out. Of yes, missing Lexi out. told me about Jomo, and I have the joy Major of missing Jomo. out. Sometimes I'm just like, I, I cannot do it. I know, but I feel like you are. You guys are very social as well. We're very social. Like we're yes. in the same social circle. There's a lot going on in There's our room. There is a lot going at on. at all times. Yes, at all times. And sometimes I'm just like, you, you can't do it. But between like, I have a very close family. Tay's a very close family. We have a great crew of friends. So it's like between that, like there's. I just feel like there's. If we didn't prioritize alone time, we would never get it. So we're really good about that in terms of self-care. Which is good. You guys are going to have a child. Our good friend Brian Kelly has yes. a child. Yeah. You know, baby Dean. We had baby the Dean. we had the baby shower of the century. That was the most fabulous baby shower I've ever been to in my entire life. Is that how all your parties are? Or was that I'm, extra special? We have a lot of that was extra, that was extra special. special. That was extra special. But we do have a lot of good parties. If I I would have forced you over on Christmas because all our friends are Jewish and I had about oh. sixty we went about like sixty or seventy yeah. people over on Christmas. Really? Dancing the whole nine yards. Now see that's a Christmas party I can get them. Yeah. That's it. That I was we did. It was my that. birthday. Yeah, it was so. Lexi's birthday on Christmas. Your so birthday's we, on Christmas. On Christmas. Are you okay? Uh, I am so. <laughs> I have the best birthday. In my opinion, I have the best birthday of anyone because I never have to go to work. I eat and drink all day with That's people I love. Do you feel like it's Not still about bed. you though? Because I feel like like Christmas babies and New Year's Eve babies, like they're they're one of two ways. Either they like embrace it like you or yes. they're like victims. No, I was never shafted. My family is so sweet and they always, you know, only child. So oh, they child. were like, nice. push this kid to the top. So I thought that it was the most magnificent thing. I chose my birthday when I was a kid. I could go to, I could have it on Halloween. I could have it in the summer. And then I got two celebrations. And then of course, March comes out with the biggest fucking cake you've ever seen. Like three, t- like it was like a wedding cake for my 42nd birthday. I was like, oh, wow. Well, it was course. true. <laughs> it, was cake, magnificent. it was It was, it was very so good. So it was perfect. So, you know, your friends are friends. You know, I'm way out of the baby stage. I'm at the throwing the baby shower stage. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's just like so the friends are having babies, but no one's really slowing down. I think we're going to have to just schlep the kids with us. I agree. But I also because I, I like when Brian had Dean, Tay was like, mm-hmm. see, and I was like, girlfriend. Yeah. He is like a <laughs> staff. He has two nannies. Like Brian is not the usual like circumstance, <laughs> you know, like she was like, see, he has like a pedicure in the city and he like, you know, also has his farm with his horses and new hope. I'm like, baby, we are not <laughs> in the same financial bracket. And it is, I mean, it makes it a lot easier the more hands you can have around and the more help that you can have. So I have to like kind of remind her of that. <laughs> like it's not going to be exactly the same. It's not going to be the same, but if you have one kid, you could do it. Like that's the thing. Just that's me the thing. And one kid is not as much easier. So how do I convince her to stick with one? You guys need to like, when we're After away. After she has one, yeah. she'll want to stick. She'll she might want to stick with, with one because she'll see yeah. it's easier. Your life won't 
change. You know, it'll change, but you'll be mobile. Right. We'll yeah, schlep the kid around. Kid dinner. Like if you're alone, it's just you and them. And like, you don't need, you're not outnumbered. Right. Once you're you not, get you're outnumbered, not, you're outnumbered take you're screwed. Over. Totally. Like, because I have two stepkids too. So when it's Nino and I, yep. we're great. But you add those other two and we're fully outnumbered. Even if it's me and my ex-husband and we have all three kids together because we still do things as a family. Yeah, like three, three outnumbered too. Hell yeah, they it's do. It's a lot. And we were at the Great Wolf Lodge. Very questionable choice just in general. But at that <laughs> moment, I questioned my entire existence. Like, why did I even have a kid? What am I doing here? But then when I'm alone at dinner with Nino and he's with us and he's with the adults, it's no big deal. It's like regular life. Exactly. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a bad gig. She's just like got, she's just set in her ways from family. But like, I'm just hoping, that, and here's the thing too is like, being in a same-sex relationship, like, automatically you're going against, like, societal norms, right? It's becoming more and more normal, but, like, it's definitely, like, we, I mean, for crying out loud, you have to, like, like uh, come out. Like, that's not, not everybody in the world understands what that even feels like. But, like, the payoff of coming out is, like, you don't have to live your life according to anybody's rules. Yes. But she's, like, a fucking, she's so fucking basic. So, like, we're <laughs> yeah. ripped back into society. Yeah, she's back killing in. me. Yes, yes. I know. I know. What, what is going on there? She's uh, allowed to break the rules. She's the straightest gay woman ever. It's so crazy. <laughs> I know. How- I'm going to turn into a straight white man. You're going to turn into yeah. a straight white man. Yes, yes. But we always said that she was, like, more of the husband. But it's so interesting, too, because, like, when you look at us, she's tall. And she actually, she's gotten more feminine over the years. When we were first together, she was very androgynous, you know? Like, we even joke sometimes because we're, like, the, the way our apartment is, we, people in, like, Jersey City call it the fishbowl because at night you can see right in because we have these huge windows. And so, like, we're, like, kissing and stuff. And I'm, like, oh, my God, do you think, like, people are, like, lesbian peep show? <laughs> <laughs> and she's always, like, no, I think people think I'm a boy with long hair. A boy with long hair. No. So, but she... Over the years, you know what's so funny is that, like, so there's so many weird, like, random things that are difficult, like, for at least for me, I can't speak for the entire gay community, but, yes. like, being in a same-sex relationship, that, like, there's so much that's fun, like, two girls, right? Like, it's, like, I remember being in college or, like, even after college, like, getting ready to tell my girlfriends to go out. Yeah, that's what I was saying yes. to Lexi. That's why I was, like, having a little jealousy. I was, like, well, I always feel like Lexi and I are kind of lesbians without the sex. Totally. Yeah, we totally are. Well, yeah. a lot of lesbians start off with the sex and then they end up, like, lesbians without sex. So. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what I'm saying about Lexi I mean, and I, right? This is my most successful relationship yeah, today. Yeah. This is, great, like, 15 years. We're a great years. couple. So yes. that's why I was asking because Lexi and I do everything together. Yes. So it's it's exactly like what you guys have except with like a lot more kissing. We're like insanely affectionate. I'm like because I was brought up Catholic, I'm like very weird about sex in general. So you add like gay sex to it and like I just I feel like Jesus is watching and there's so much. But like to be fair, I've always even like when I was like sleeping with guys, I felt the same way probably because I was lesbian. Yes, so I was, that, yes. Could, that could yes. be true. But like when it comes to like being affectionate, like we are like like so off the charts affectionate. It's amazing. I just have to like you know what it is I'm not happy where I am in my body and so like sex it, you have to be naked for it like if we can have sex well, like through you a have sheet, to be I'm naked thrilled. for it oh well you know you could become <laughs> yeah. religious Jewish yeah <laughs> you know you could convert can we have sex through a sheet that would be amazing but we so like I need to like in 2023 I need to like try to I'm, I'm definitely gonna well we've talked about this but 
I'm going to lose weight. It's like not even a question because I'm going to have a little assistance. Like I want us to have sex more often. Like we have a pretty active sex life, but I want it to be like even more so. But sometimes it feels like being with my best friend. But it's so affectionate that obviously it's like different than any friendship I've ever had. There is something to it. If you have like a really, really, really close best friend and you endorse my, that's like what my marriage is like. I know, isn't that fun? That is the best. It's like you guys like to do the same stuff. You want to watch the same shows. Yeah. Like what? What's wrong with that? Gig? That's the way Lexi and I Although are. Although she refuses friends. to watch Bravo with me, can you what? imagine? I'm in an Whoa. abusive relationship. Isn't that awful? That wow. is unacceptable. I, I did we're not gonna know have to that. have a chat with her. Yeah, please. Let's have a chat about the one child, and let's have a chat about Bravo. Okay. What else are you watching? Oh God! So obviously, White Lotus, like the rest White of the world. White Lotus obsessed. Don't um, people don't shame me. I know this is no. Lexi is a one. Well, that's the problem because TV. she is her kid. Because I'm a single we mom know. with one kid, I don't get to watch TV. But are you like, were you ever really into TV watching, mm-hmm. or is this like, you're like, you know what I'm saying? Because like, you did watch more TV. I, I, yeah, I maybe did watch more. I'm not. I'm very non-committal. I have issues with finishing things. Okay. So like I would watch Mrs. Maisel up to a point and then I'd be like, oh, honestly, you know, that show sucked. Like that oh, was, that, that was what? everybody. <laughs> I got through season one and in season two, I was like, I lost interest. I yeah, love same. Mrs. Okay, Maisel. So I know it's not Even to me. like the last season. Yes. Devoted. Really? I am devoted. so devoted, but I am a devoted. You are and devoted. when I get in a show, I'm very devoted. And you're going to finish it no matter what. I'm going to finish it no Even matter if what. you're in misery and being tortured, you'll finish no, no, it? No, no, no. I know. I don't really get into a show that I'm miserable and tortured. Interesting. Are you watching Ginny and Georgia? No, I can't. Really? I can't. I can't. It's so good. It's like the Hallmark movie of shows. It, it's so good though. It's very layered. Is it I feel once like, you get into it, is it's it very like layered. Gilmore Girl vibes? I didn't watch Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I like really dark no, shit. It's dark. Oh, is it? It's dark. Okay, it's I'll, get, darker. I'll give it a shot. You know why? Mm. It's darker than you would think because there it is. It's like there's murder. There's I, I'm into not to sound, you know, bad, but like no. I'm definitely like Law and Order SVU. Oh, I love SVU. I know yeah. there's there's a lot about it. It's about she's single mother, there's biracial. She had her baby when she was 15. Okay. There's there's self-harm. There's it covers mental illness. Okay. It's, it's very got teeth. It's got teeth. It's very I think people think it's very light and fluff when you first see it just cuz it looks cute. It's not. We're also watching Love is Blind right now, which is <laughs> such trash, mm. but like it's very addictive. And it's crazy. Like these people sight unseen get engaged and then they like may or may not get married at the end. Do they do they ever feel like really like each other? I mean, there's a there's a couple from season one that's literally still together. So they've been together for like, I don't know, three, four, maybe even five years. Really? It's legit. Right. I know. That's not bad. See, I understand that because the only thing I commit to is Love Island UK. Yep. And when that's on, like that's 52 nights of me not leaving the house. Like, right. And then if, because if you get behind, because it's every night, you, you can never catch up again. Like no. you end up spending, like you can't sleep for like three nights to catch up. So that's the only thing. So I understand those shows. I just find it hard to commit. That. I understand what you're saying. I mean, listen, I, because I, at night, if I'm not going out, that's my thing. I could binge. I could be a binger. Me too. Yellowstone? We haven't gotten into it. Uh, we really, really want to, but like there's- I could see you liking it. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm going to like, because we're always looking it's for It's also stuff, dark. Because we do spend so much time alone together that we watch like a lot of, te- uh, like a ton of TV. So, okay. I'll get into that. Yellowstone. I'll so that good. And then they have like the prequel, 1893. Right. Which is- which was Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. Is it as good? Yeah, yes. That's only one season. Okay. Very good, painful, crying, crazy. Okay. Then 1923 with Harrison Ford. 
I know none of this. Yes, oh. it's amazing. Okay. It's like Joe okay. and oh my God, we die. We uh, Everybody loves it. But see, now that overwhelms me. You love already Yellowstone. Now with, like, Yellowstone. character Beth Dutton. Period. I love her. I don't okay. for her. I feel like this show is like set in the like covered wagon ages. Am I like no, way no, wrong? No, that's no, what I said that this is, morning. I said I feel like it's Little House on the Prairie for grownups. Yes, no. that's that's like my interpretation of it. No, Yellowstone is in Montana. Like set now? Set now. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I was with you on that. I got it all wrong. And I was calling it all the wrong names. Westworld, West Wing, oh, Yellow Wing. <laughs> I, was, I had it all mi- mixed up. I'm, I'm in. You, you hooked me. And it's like, it's almost the weekend. So yes, we can yes, binge yes. this weekend. Yes. Total binging this weekend. I love it. I'll have a little caviar. That's my new thing. Like every Friday night we do caviar. Really? Ooh. Now, how do you eat your caviar? Okay. So blinis which are like the little yes. pancakes, mm-hmm. right? So I'm I'm so new into caviar, but this there's a caviar called Osteria. Osteria, Osteria yes, yeah. yes. And so we did caviar last, not this, but last New Year's Eve. And I ordered it offline and I don't know what the fuck I was doing. And it was like, like we were like faking it. You know, like it's it's like Emperor's New Clothes. I was like, it's yeah. delicious, but it was so briny. And so this year I wanted to do it again because I hated it so much the year before. Like what an amazing <laughs> You're like, I'm going to force myself. <laughs> I will like this, damn it. So we have this cheese shop in Jersey City. It's the best thing ever. It's called Van Hook Cheese. It's like they carry like gorgeous things like from like olive oil to cheese to like cured meats. So they had caviar. So I was like, oh, if if they have it, it's going to be good. So I got it. But when I took it home, it was like, gray or greenish and like a little it felt a little bit bigger and I was like panicking because I was like it's supposed to be like tiny and black but I was like whatever I'm just gonna like let go and let God and when we open it on New Year's Eve this year it was the most delicious thing I've ever had so now I'm addicted so now I like order it like I want to have it like every single night of the week so we do the blinis we and but like I couldn't get the blinis the last time we had it so I made I was desperate I made Bisquick pancake mix. <gasps> okay, you are so funny. You could just do Ruffles potato chips. Really? Yeah, that's, that's the, the best way, way to so have caviar. That's it was the so way. hard. Yeah. And if you want to like bake something, right. like those little tater tots, the, like, what are those things called? Because we're bite, big caviar the bite ones? No way. You have to teach me the ways. Well, I got a kilo of caviar for my birthday. <gasps> How big is a kilo? Friends. Like... Like this, big, yeah, like this, and like this deep. No, like, yeah, I no, mean, wait, wait. But how do you eat it all? Well, we had well, a we shat it, right? But here's the thing: is that like you once you open it, you got to finish it that night, right? Or the next day, next day. Okay, which is good because then you can have eggs with caviar the next day. Oh my god, oh, I love to, to chop up the egg white and separate the yolk. I know that chive, a little bit of creme fraiche. That's the yes. vibe that we go yes. for. So. Try it with the Ruffles potato chips, Ruffles. Yes. creme fresh. Okay. It has to have the ridges and the caviar. Okay. Is the Don't, best. The best. And, or the tater tots with the caviar but and, like, the and the creme fresh. So I've been making these smashed potatoes that I put them on top of, but That's they're kind of crispy. Yes. But like Ooh. the tater tots a vibe. Like I like like the, it's very high low. The it's high very, low. like Zara Chanel. Yes, I like yes, it. yes, yes. But you got it, it, it. We're definitely big with the ruffle. Okay. I'm very big with I the ruffles. I trust you. I'm going to, I'm going to dive in. I'll get them for this weekend. Yes, yes. Yep. And maybe during the Yellowstone. Yes, that's what we'll do. Ooh, Yellowstone, caviar, ruffles. I love it. Yes, and just that's... enjoy this before you have a kid because my weekend's going to be full of like <laughs> kids' parties and cakes smushed on me. I wore latex leggings last weekend to a four-year-old birthday party and someone said to me, 
you look like you're in a porn movie. I said, just wait, because my legs are going to be messier than I was in a porn movie. And just as I said it, a little kid smeared frosting right across my thighs. I cleanly wiped it off and said, that's why I wear latex to kids' parties. (laughs) So just wait, because your Yellowstone and caviar days may soon be behind you. I'm trying to like really just like pack it all in. Pack it in. The traveling, the caviar. I know. We have to pack in the traveling. I know. I'm fully committed. You got us for like another year. Plus, when she's pregnant, she can travel. Uh, traveling is not the worst. I stuck Nina on a plane from 11 weeks, and it wasn't an issue by myself. Really? really? Yeah. When they're small, they're so easy. And That's if you true. train them small, yep. then they don't get out of control when they're older. He flies to England all the time. No issue. Really? He's the best traveler. Okay. Amazing. Even though this time he vomited red gator aid out of nowhere in the middle of a flight in the middle of a row and the woman next to us thought blood gushed out of his nose. Oh. But between us, three seconds, change of outfit, you would never know what happened. Um, so you could train this kid. Well, I'm going to be calling in like uh, like phoning a friend a lot when we have this child. So get ready, girls. Yeah. I know. We'll come over. Okay, we'll thank help. you, please. Or, you, or you'll come over for play dates. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And all of those, all of those wonderful things. All right. So Taylor. Yeah. So now we have all the exciting things coming. What yep. about, is there anything else you need to tell us about business? Taste of Taylor, Taylor's Trucker Show. So we're doing a pod swap, us. Yes, so, yeah. okay. you and I. So I am going to pick your brain because like you are the business guru. Like you, I very, very oh. aspirational, very inspiring. Oh, thank you. And so I am actually making a lot of changes in 2023 to my business. I mean, like, listen, they're not massive, but like my intention is different. I feel like, listen, a lot happened to me in like three years. I got a divorce. I came out as gay and I got fired from my job of like 11 years. A lot happened. So yes. even though I bounced back really quickly, because I'm a survivor, but like <laughs> I definitely think I was licking my wounds and maybe a little ashamed and depressed. Getting fired is really brutal. It is It's embarrassing. Brutal. And so I feel like I was kind of keeping my head above water more than I realized. And I wasn't like really in growth mode. I was in survival mode. And I really think I did a lot of fear-based decision-making in the last five years. So I'm like, I'm fucking sick of it. We're about to have a child. That's the scariest thing on the face of the planet. So I'm like, now is the time to like kick it into high gear because I have such an amazing foundation, but I want to make sure I'm giving it 150,000%. So that's what I'm doing this year. This year is like not about resolutions, it's about like abundance. And like rather than be like, I will try to book Selena Gomez on my podcast. I won't be scared to reach out. Like I met Selena when I worked at Sirius. Like her mom and I were really close. Like I, I invited her to my first wedding. Like like there's a foundation there. So yes. I've just been such a little pussy bitch for so long and but I'm sick of it. you get great guests. I do get great guests but like you would be surprised at like I was talking about this with Claudia like two nights ago. I think I come across way tougher than I actually am and I'm like I sometimes I can be very like fear-based and meek so even like what did I I texted you like four days ago right? Yes. Just like out of the blue I had a question about something and like old me would have like, and I love you and I feel safe with you guys. Yes, but, of course. But, so we're good friends. But old me would be like, I don't want to bug her. She's busy. It's New Year. Like uh, the internal anxiety I deal with on a regular basis, like it's like failure to launch. So I'm like, I'm shutting that bitch up for like all of 2023 and just like going and doing. And afterwards it was like such a high. Like I was like, Margaret is my friend. Of course, we love you. Obviously, but like you, like yes. you need to understand. Like this is like a no. Me I get it. Problem. I totally. You and I, I totally is so understand. similar. Yep. Like I had the same thing, and I did a Vogue dance class. This sounds 
so bonkers. It was someone's birthday and we did a Vogue dance class and they made you walk up to the mirror only in November. And I'm very fear-based. Like, I don't want to bother people. I'm so British and I'm very nervous and I don't, I, I don't always like to be judged, but I don't also give a fuck what right. anyone thinks of me. So it's a weird feeling yes, inside. I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm like, you could say whatever the fuck you want, but if you judge me creatively, I think that's where it hurts. Exactly. So I did this Vogue dance class. I came home a different woman. I was like, and all of a sudden, more trips are opening up. Yes. More relationships. Yes. I'm going out much more. My social life is expanded. Work opportunities are coming in abundance. A switch flipped and it's all game on. Exactly. So we so, got each other's back okay, this year. Good. Let's I know. do it. And well, you'll be our leader. That's right. Our all fearless right. leader. Listen, no, our fearless leader. No, I'm, I'm better. I'm doing more manifesting. Okay. Yes. And I think even yesterday I manifested and look what uh, happened. Yeah. And we woke up this morning to a result. Yeah. We, we just, I think manifesting is very, very important. Okay. And normally I'm just like, eh, you know, I'm not like that. I am about manifesting and I tell everyone else to do it. And when I do it, it works, but sometimes I get lazy. Right. I don't even think I know how to manifest. I think it's very important to put your intentions out there. Okay. Say them out loud. Okay. Write them down. Okay. Look at them every single day of what you want. Okay. And and I think that's super, super important. And I've gotten away from doing that, but Lexi does it. Yeah, I just feel like you have to be open to receiving. To, yes. That's and, what it is. Like, don't doubt what you're asking for. Right. Feel like you deserve the abundance. Like, I used to complain, oh, you know, like, I don't want to go out. I do this, and then I'd be like, oh, I wish I did more. But nothing would really happen. Then I'd be like, I want, I really want to do more. Like, I'm done with staying at home a lot with Nino. I'm coming right. out, you know, I've been separated two and a half years. I'm very, like... I need my life to change. Right. And I was ready and I was open and boom, did it start changing. You know, okay. it's actually very bizarre. R- really? It's w- very bizarre. What about what I said yesterday? And I'll say yeah. it once we get off the podcast. It was a very weird thing. I said the exact amount of something and, and just something happened like in 24 hours. I was like, that is very bizarre. And it's just like, I yep. say things out loud. I write them down. And like, even about just Selena Gomez, right. write it down. Right. This, this is your goals for this, this, this. Read it every morning. Read out yep. loud. And I'm telling you, things really happen. It's actually bizarre. It's true. Well, and the thing too is I did this when I got a divorce. Like I had to do this type of stuff. But it's funny because like just because you do it once doesn't mean it sticks forever. It's, it's you're like a constant work in progress. You have to like, it's like a muscle you have to like exercise yes. to keep it strong. Yeah, so it I did I did a great job of it, getting a divorce, falling in love with Tay, and then, you know, kind of like going out on my own with business. But like, it's time for a reboot. It is. Sure. Yeah. Well, 2023 reboots yeah. for all of us. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see the new little, the mm. the new little Taylor babies. Oh, I don't even, Taylor baby. I know people are like, going to name it Taylor. I'm like, are you crazy? No, exactly. <laughs> are you crazy? No. And then our trip going to Lisbon. We'll be on so a vacation excited. together. Oh, partying soon. So everybody, so excited. Follow Taylor. Yes. At Taylor, at Taylor Strecker. At Taylor Strecker. Taste of Taylor. You got it. And then patreon.com slash the Taylor Strecker show. That's Taste of Taylor is day is weekly. Yes. And Patreon is daily if you want more of moi. Yep. And who, who doesn't want, want more of Taylor Strecker? <laughs> okay. You. Thanks, Caviar Dreamers. Thanks, Caviar Dreamers. Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs. And me at The Life of Mrs. B. And the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep, Keep dreaming, dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. Dreamers.